Welcome to Living Loud Outdoors on a Wednesday and our Bible study night. We are going to try to do this live tonight and see if we can get it accomplished without it all stuttering, stopping, stammering. It doesn't look like it. I'm still getting the warning, so not really sure where our problems are. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I apologize for the live feed. I do know that our podcast feed is is going good um, I know we don't have any issues with the podcast feed. I am trying something different tonight. I'm recording differently. Um, I'm recording like I do if I'm out mobile. So I'm hoping that it'll record live over here on my phone and we won't have as much trouble with our live feed on the Facebook. We shall see. If it doesn't solve it, I'm back to square one. May have to do a, do a fundraising drive and buy myself a computer, I guess. I don't know. We're seeing what's going on. I think my computer may be finally deciding it's too old for this stuff. So We are at week three of walking in the Holy Spirit. So week three of walking in the Holy Spirit. This has been a really neat deal. Kind of short and sweet and to the point compared to the last study we did as we got into the Holy Spirit. But I'm really, I'm digging this because it is short. It is, it is kind of pointed. It's direct. Um, and, it, and again, it's just, all it's doing is giving us info. It's feeding us info. It's, it's drawing us closer. It's, it's gaining strength in us. It's gaining wisdom in us of, of what it means to walk out of the Holy Spirit and, and to talk with the Holy Spirit. We spoke about that last week. Talking with the Holy Spirit is very important. So with that, we're going to jump in this tonight. Walking in the Holy Spirit 3, week 3. You can't have a friendship with someone when you keep calling them it. <laughs> Many people don't have fellowship with the Holy Spirit because they view the Holy Spirit as a force or an it rather than an actual body or a person or a friend. Technically, the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. They're all one and the same, but yet all three separate. So they provide different things for us. You know, we talked about um, last week, I believe, we talked about where God is love, Jesus is grace, Holy Spirit is communion. It's communication, communion, being in relationship with. So keep that in mind. You can't consider the Holy Spirit as an it. You don't have a relationship with an it. You have a relationship with a being. So the Holy Spirit is a being. It's alive, breathing in us, lives in us gives us strength, gives us power, gives us peace, gives us love, and, and, and helps us, supports us, encourages us. So, so keep that in mind as we move through this. They see him as a power, not as a person. Jesus never referred to the Holy Spirit as it, but always as he. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not a dove, not wind, not fire, not cloud, not force or power. He is a he. He is a being. Yes, we do talk about the Holy Spirit's fire, the, the representation of the Holy Spirit that came and sat on Jesus' shoulder when he was baptized by John the Baptist was a dove, and we heard the voice of God saying, well done, my good, or, um, um, uh, I'm sorry, messed that one up, uh, where, where it basically talks about this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. The Holy Spirit came down in the essence of a dove and sat upon his shoulder. So it, it, the Holy Spirit, we talk about being a wind, the wind of the Holy Spirit, the fire of the Holy Spirit, cloud of the Holy Spirit, the, the Holy Spirit's force, the Holy Spirit's power. All of those things we do reference, but the Holy Spirit is a being. 
It's not an it. He is not even a feeling. He's not power. He is a real person. To talk to the Holy Spirit, we must view him as a person. This personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. Some, some see the Holy Spirit as tongues. Therefore, they think that because they speak in tongues, they have all that there is to have of the Holy Spirit. Basically, the, the speaking in tongues is an evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's, it's just part of it. It comes with the package, but it's not the package. It's not the whole deal. It's not all of it. It's simply the evidence of the Holy Spirit being active and alive in our life. Does that make sense? Communion with the Holy Spirit is more than just speaking in tongues. It's a gift, but the Holy Spirit is a person. No, the Holy Spirit is, is not gifts. He is God. There, there is a gift of the Holy Spirit, that being the, the, the tongues. That's, an, that's that evidence thing we just talked about. But the Holy Spirit itself, I know this seems a little confusing, but it's not. The Holy Spirit itself is a being, is a person. It, it's part of the Trinity. It's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. There are three in one. So, so we have to keep that in mind. We got to, we've got to get that straight in us. It is possible to speak in tongues by faith, but not have any intimacy or friendship with the Holy Spirit because it's, it's coming through ritual. It's coming through knowledge. It's coming through what we understand or know of the Holy Spirit. It is possible. It's possible to walk in the gifts, but still lack the relationship. And, 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 I, and unfortunately, it happens. And it's not fortunate. It's unfortunate because we need the relational factor of the Holy Spirit. That's where we're going to draw from in our relationship. That's where the true power comes from is in the relationship. It's possible to speak in tongues by faith but not have the intimacy or friendship with the Holy Spirit. It's possible to walk in the gifts and still lack a relationship. Samson exercised his gift of extraordinary strength but didn't have any connection to the Spirit of God. Remember the story of Samson. Jesus warned of people who cast out demons, heal the sick, and prophesy, but don't know him, and they actually practice sin. A relationship with the Holy Spirit must take priority over walking in his power and gifts. Speaking in tongues should fuel our relationship with the Holy Spirit, but don't view the Holy Spirit as merely speaking in tongues. And I know a lot of people that are listening to me tonight, a lot of people that I know, didn't grow up the way I grew up. I grew up Spirit-filled church. I grew up Pentecostal church. I grew up snot slinging, bobby pin flying, pew jumping, whatever you want to call it, rolling on the ground. I, I've heard it all. I grew up in that. So to me, it's not, it's not weird. It's not different. It's not anything but normal for how I view the power of God. But But for many of my friends, many of the listeners on here, They've never experienced that, and it is odd to them. But the, the deal is, it's not just about speaking in tongues. I'm a spirit-filled, fire-breathing, whatever you want to call me, but I don't have to speak in tongues to walk in the power and relationship with the Holy Spirit all times. That, that, I draw from that. I draw from that relationship. I draw from the, the keenness of the Trinity in my life. Yes, I speak in tongues. Yes, I have communication with God in tongues. Yes, I pray in tongues. Sometimes I pray over people in tongues. Most of the time, when I'm lost in that spiritual realm, in a heavenly language, it's just simply between me and God. It, it, I, don't, I don't use it to boast. I don't use it to say, hey, look at me. I got something y'all ain't got. 
because that's not what it's about. It's, it's simply about utilizing the power of the Holy Spirit in relationship, being in communion with the Holy Spirit. The tongues will come whenever they're needed, necessary, whatever you look at, however you want to look at that. But don't focus on, oh, I don't, apparently I don't have the Holy Spirit because I don't speak in tongues. Don't worry about that part. That part will come when necessary, when, when God deems it necessary. And you open yourself up for him. Talk to God. Talk to him about the Holy Spirit. Talk to the Holy Spirit. Ask him for the fullness of the Holy Spirit. But don't fret and don't worry over whether you can speak in tongues or not. It's not necessary. And, and, I, and I know there's some argument on this. I don't want to be argumentative. I, I just want to try to bring a balance to this thing. A relationship with the Holy Spirit must take priority over walking in this power and gifts. Speaking in tongues should fuel your relationship with the Holy Spirit, but don't view the Holy Spirit as merely speaking in tongues. That's like saying that Jesus, that's like saying that Jesus is a sinner's prayer. The sinner's prayer leads a person to salvation, but Jesus is God and a person. He is greater than just a prayer, right? I mean, we, we understand that. Well, so is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is more than gifts. He is God. He wants a relationship. That relationship starts with understanding that we must view him as a person, not an it. That key, key point number one, we've got to learn to view the Holy Spirit as a person and not as an it. He is a being. He wants you, he wants to be your friend, so stop treating him as simply a force. The Holy Spirit is not just a power, he is a person. He is the Spirit of God. He's the communion with God. Remember, God is love, Jesus is grace, Holy Spirit is communion. Relation, relationship. We've got to have the relationship with the Holy Spirit. He wants to be your friend, okay? He wants to be in relationship. God wants all of us to be in relationship with him and his spirit. Here's some, here's some scripture for us. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse, verse 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, there's, there's Jesus' grace, the love of God, God being love, and the fellowship, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We don't get one without the other. You understand that part? It's, it's a package deal. When we, when we surrender our life to Christ, when we give our life to Christ, this becomes a package moment. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We get them all. We don't pick and choose. We don't leave one on the shelf and walk with the other two. God is love. Jesus is grace, Holy Spirit is communion, fellowship, relationship, relational. He's a being. He becomes our friend. We need him in our lives. We need relationship with the Holy Spirit to walk in the power that God needs us to walk in, especially in these days and times. Okay? I hope this is making sense. I know I kind of rattled a mouthful there, and I did it in just a few minutes, so... You know, go back and listen to it multiple times. You got questions? Shoot me a message. I'll try to find you the answers if I don't have them. But you have to begin to learn to, to see that this Trinity thing, this, this, this Father, Son, Holy Ghost, as, as one entity. They are God, but they're also individual persons. God, the Godhead, 
Jesus, the Son, that who came to this earth as a human being, lived and breathed and walked with us, lived with us, died a brutal death, taking on the sin of us, raised again in three days, now has ascended to be seated at the right hand of the Father. I honestly don't think he's sitting down anymore. I think he's standing up. I think he's waiting on Dad to say, go get him. We're that close. I do believe that. Our time here is short. We need to understand that. We need to grasp all of this we can grasp because we need to be walking in his fullness to be able to be who he's called us to be in this day and age. You don't want to miss anything. We don't need to miss anything. We need it all. And sometimes, if you really think about it, that Holy Spirit, that communion with God, that relational factor with God that comes through the Holy Spirit is what will sustain us. Remember, Jesus told his disciples, I have to go away because when I go away, the comforter is going to come. The Holy Spirit is coming and you need him more than you need me. See, the disciples were walking with Jesus, the Son of God himself on this earth. They watched Jesus do all the work. They watched Jesus do all the teaching. Everybody followed Jesus. They weren't following the disciples. They didn't follow the disciples until Jesus ascended into heaven and they went in that command to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Now the disciples are here. Jesus is out of the picture. But without the Holy Spirit that came in Acts on the day of Pentecost, they wouldn't be walking in full communion with the Father. Just as Jesus said, you, you, need, you need the Holy Spirit more than you need me. Go and wait because I'm going to send the Comforter to you. And he did. He came in, in a must, rushing mighty wind, the sound of a rushing mighty wind. Tongues of fire set upon each one of them. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak in foreign languages. They began to speak in tongues. That's the infilling of the Holy Spirit. That's the evidence of the Holy Spirit alive, breathing in them. But when they prayed, after being filled with the Holy Spirit, the, the Bible says that, that, that it gave them boldness, it gave them power, it gave them strength and encouragement. It was this communication, this communion going on with the Trinity, going on with all the elements of God at work in them that, that allowed them to be who they were and to move this thing forward. And it's the same for us. We need the all three. If all we do is, is go through life with a little sinner's prayer and, and, and then pat on the back, maybe we get dunked in the river, dunked in the lake, dunked in the pond or the pool or the hot spring. It don't matter. You get baptized, okay? And we think all is well. That's not all of it. We, we need this whole thing. We, it's, it's God designed it as a package deal. Man, I want you to understand this. I want you to really grasp that that when you were baptized, when, when you gave your life to Christ, when you surrendered him, the Holy Spirit came to live in you. When you were baptized, you, you went in a public declaration of dying to your old man and being raised again in Christ. The Bible says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. That, that, that same spirit, the Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the dead we have that power. We have access to that power. And we're to walk in it in fullness. We're, we're to worship in, in spirit and in truth. That, that Holy Spirit becomes our guide. That Holy Spirit becomes our power. That Holy Spirit becomes our encourager. We're in relationship with the Trinity. We need them all. Seek Him. Okay? Seek the Holy Spirit. If you don't find understanding, 
ask for it. Ask God to reveal it to you. Ask God to give you the evidence of it live and working in your life. If it comes out sounding like gibberish, welcome to being filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Let it happen because it's going to bring an enhancement to you. It's, it's going to enhance your walk with God. When you allow the Holy Spirit to fully flow through you, it's going to give you a strength, an encouragement, and a power to allow you to walk in the things that God wants you to walk in right now. He's already given you your gifts. He sets you apart to be a voice to this nation. Now it's your time to get after it. Amen? <laughs> Whew. I could preach. Listen, this is where we are. We are walking in the Holy Spirit. we got a couple more teachings to go through. Hopefully we'll grasp some more fullness out of this. Hopefully you grasp something out of this tonight. The biggest thing being the Holy Spirit's not an it. It's a he. It's a being. It's a person. It's part of that trinity. Let God breathe the Holy Spirit into you. Seek Him. Ask Him for the evidence of that Holy Spirit alive in your life. Amen. God bless you guys. We're loving you. We're praying for you. We're praying over all of our listeners. Rhonda and I speak to God on your behalf all the time. We thank you for your prayers. We thank you for your financial support. We thank you for those who have partnered with us. We, we need you. We need you now more than ever. We're asking God for provision. We're asking God for increase. Um, We're ready to do more. We need to do more. There's more for us to do. We've got to have the provision to do it. So we're asking you to stand with us in that, that you pray with us that God will provide everything this ministry needs to function the way he wants it to function. Amen? Partner with us. Pray with us. Walk with us in this journey. I know that God will bless you for it too. We love you guys. Thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for following us and tuning in. We'll talk to you again real soon.